This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Friday, February 17th, 2023. UFO PSYOP unravels. Biden uses half million dollar missile to pop a kid's $12 science project. Biden administration turns down Ohio's request for disaster assistance after toxic derailment that they blew up and made worse. And I just traveled to East Palestine, Ohio yesterday. The government is lying to you, and we will give you all of those details today on the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Crash after crash after crash, train crash after train crash. There have been four train crashes this week. Is there going to be a stock market crash? Well, AI is predicting a stock market crash on March the 15th, ladies and gentlemen. Set your calendar. What's this going to mean? Is there going to be a housing crash? Probably Joe Biden's president. And what about the digital dollar? Will there be a dollar crash when they go digital? Most likely. So, ladies and gentlemen, you need to act now and act fast to protect what you have worked for with my friends at Allegiance Gold. They are the highest rated in the industry with an A-plus from the Better Better Business Bureau. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA and 401k with physical gold and silver. You can also have it delivered securely to your doorstep. Gold and silver are the only assets that build value without depending on the government. Protect yourself today. Right now, get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying investment when you visit protectwithbenny.com or call 844-66-BENNY. Protectwithbenny.com. Ladies and gentlemen, something that is not gold is Joe Biden. Joe Biden is, if he were a precious metal, he would be dirt. Joe Biden is a dirty, dirty, dirty man, and he popped a young child's science balloon. Yes, PSYOP confirmed. We now know that Joe Biden, all the UFO headlines, all the missiles, all the jets, billions of dollars being spent to go after a kid's $12 science project. You may recall, if you have a flux capacitor, a DeLorean, and a time machine, that just a week ago, There were generals that were on your television screen speaking to the New York Times saying that, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the aliens have come down from space and they are invading. This is the comment that rocketed across social media and across all television broadcasts from the general in charge of NORAD protecting our sovereign airspace saying, yep, probably aliens. Watch. Hi, thanks, Pat. And thanks for doing this. This is for General Van Herc. Uh, Because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. Thanks for the question, Helene. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figured that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. I haven't ruled out anything. I haven't ruled out that it's aliens. It could be aliens. Pay no attention to the classified documents shoved in Hunter Biden's Corvette, Joe Biden's Corvette, the hookers, the blow, the coke pipe, the crack rocks. Pay no attention to this 
evil, dirty family selling out our country to our enemies and pay no attention to the actual Chinese spy balloon that we allowed to traverse the country, complete its mission, and to spy on our nuclear bases. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It's the UFOs that you must be scared of, the real aliens that you must be scared of. Well, what was this balloon that was shot down, this UFO that was shot down over Michigan that we actually came in on a Sunday before the Super Bowl and recorded the breaking news? We're like, wow, okay, we got to get this out there. The military is shooting Sidewinder missiles over Michigan. And more importantly, where the hell did the missile go? They don't know where the first missile went, something that we still have no answer to. They're shooting missiles at Michigan. They're derailing trains in Ohio. These people hate the Midwest, obviously. But they're spending a billion dollars. These missiles cost $400 million apiece. The pilot's time, training, the plane, the jet fuel, you're talking billions of dollars to shoot down what exactly? Is this Mars attacks? Well, interestingly enough, a report by Aviation Week offered an intriguing hypothesis about one of the three objects. It's a missing, missing in action, globe-trotting balloon belonging to an Illinois-based hobbyist club. Per the report, Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, the NIBBB, silver-coated party-style Pinko balloon reported its last position on February 10th off the west coast of Alaska. Projections show that the object would be floating over the central part of the Yukon Territory. The same day, the Lockheed Martin F-22 shot down an identified object, unidentified object in the same general area. The small Pico balloon ranges between 12 bucks and 180 bucks and are naturally buoyant above 43,000 feet. The objects carry an 11-gram tracker. Uh, with antennas to update their positions around the world. NORAD told Fox News Digital that the FBI has spoken to the Hobby Club and expects the National Security Council to have more on potentially identifying the objects. Oh, my God. Watch Jesse Waters cover this last night. Joe Biden's on a weather balloon killing spree. These three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. Actually, primetime is a pretty good idea what Joe shot down. A hobby club in Illinois called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Yep, the Balloon Brigade says they're missing their balloon. The last time the Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade saw their balloon, it was floating over Canada on February 11th. The same day Biden shot down a balloon over Canada. Now, the bottle cap balloon brigade's balloon cost $12. So Joe shot a $12 balloon with a half a million dollar missile. President Biden sent F-22s to take down the bottle cap balloon brigade's $12 balloon. All because Biden got some bad polling after taking a week to pop the Chinese spy balloon. So Biden finally broke his silence and sent a clear message to the bottleneck balloon brigade. The United States will not rest until every father-son balloon hobbyist has their $12 helium balloon violently removed from northern American airspace. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. As the events of the previous days have shown, we'll always act to protect the interest of the American people and the security of the American people. Listen up, fathers and sons. If you dare release a balloon into our atmosphere, much like I did this weekend when I was in Orlando with my kids and my little daughter actually let a balloon up into the sky, well, then Joe Biden will rain down a bloody hell upon you unlike anything you have ever seen before. This, 
ladies and gentlemen, is Balloon Mageddon, and all balloons shall be popped at the expense of our military and billions of dollars, because that's actually what we're all about. Joe Biden yesterday went out and finally addressed the UFOs. It didn't bring anyone any comfort. He continued to lie. He continued to rage. He continued to psyop you into oblivion. Watch. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. So what happened here? It's pretty obvious. They knew that this was a very, very bad news cycle for them. They knew that this was something that was absolutely dragging them down in the polling, in the public perception, and they needed a moment to distract all of you from every other concurrent scandal, the real scandals going on in this country, the real, truly decrepit, borderline evil scandals going on in this country. They needed a moment to distract you and to tell you that they are in charge. They're large and in charge. And no one better send up a balloon into the sky ever again. Otherwise, the full might of the greatest military on planet Earth will come raining down upon you, ladies and gentlemen. This was a distraction. We called it a distraction from day one. The moment we saw what happened here, we said this is clearly a sophisticated opportunity for them to take your attention and direct it somewhere else. They don't want you to see the true disaster that is actually happening before all of us, a disaster that is seen by me with my own eyes yesterday when I traveled to East Palestine, Ohio. And we went to East Palestine, Ohio uh, with the full understanding that sometimes things get blown out of proportion in the media. We went to East Palestine, Ohio with the predictive understanding that people need clicks and people need headlines and that perhaps this is something that is being blown out of proportion. We had to see for it ourselves. So we hopped on a plane to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is the closest airport, got in a car yesterday, and we drove to East Palestine, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you this. The government is lying to you. They nuked a town with toxic chemicals, and now they are forcing this predominantly poor, working class, Trump-supporting town to live in toxic filth with despicable water supply, air quality, soil, all of it putrid, all of it untenable and unlivable. The slaughter of animals is happening wholesale, and there is a massive cover-up unlike anything I've ever seen going on right now. This is why they don't want any further attention to this area. Giving federal aid would give this area the attention that it so deserved. But Joe Biden decided not to do that. Joe Biden yesterday said that through FEMA, uh, there will not be any emergency relief for this area of Ohio because they voted the wrong direction in the 2020 election. These vengeful, vicious, truly cretinous individuals. The, I mean, these people are filthy, dirty, 
It is disgusting what they are doing. And mark my words, this this county voted 80 percent for Trump. If this was happening to a area with favored poor in it, if this was happening in an area that had some type of political advantage for them, boy, they'd be sending the entire military into this town to save it. It would get the spy balloon treatment. But instead, this is happening to disadvantaged people who vote the wrong way and think the wrong way and therefore will be allowed to die in a cloud of toxic filth. We saw it for ourselves yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, asked for assistance from FEMA, but FEMA told DeWine that they're not eligible for assistance. This broke yesterday. The Biden administration turned down the request for federal disaster assistance from Ohio Governor Mike DeWine in the aftermath of the train derailment in a state earlier this month that led to a large release of toxic chemicals. The Federal Emergency Management Agency told Ohio's government that it was not eligible for disaster relief to help the community recover from the toxic spill. Now, why? FEMA explained that the incident didn't qualify as a traditional disaster, such as a tornado and a hurricane, for which it usually provides assistance. Here's Mike DeWine's tweet on this. The DeWine administration has been in daily contact with FEMA to discuss the need for federal support. However, FEMA continues to tell uh, DeWine that Ohio is not eligible for assistance at the time. These people are so cruel, so incredibly cruel. FEMA said that this team is in constant communication with DeWine's office, but didn't comment any further. We're coordinating. They're always coordinating. But they're not going to send help. They're not going to send help. These people aren't of any political advantage for them, and that is truly all they care about. By the way, if you are looking for actual systemic racism, well, this is a perfect example of it in society. If you're looking at from over-the-top systemic racism, here's a almost entirely white community that is poor and that is impoverished and that is being systemically oppressed by the government through ecological disaster that will lead to their deaths, undoubtedly based on what we saw yesterday. And not only is the left doing nothing about it, not only did I not see Greta Thunberg a single time as we were in the town yesterday for nigh on eight hours on the ground. We wish we could have spent more time there, but we, you know, we, this was the the trip that we had. I think that we'll go back actually. But ladies and gentlemen, um, these individuals are the, victims of leftist ecological and racial terrorism. The same messaging that Pete Buttigieg often says, he talks about racist roads, he talks about racist environmental terrorism against people, it disproportionately affects communities of color. How many times have you heard that? And so here you have a community that is being disproportionately affected by ecological terrorism and nobody's lifting a finger. If you're looking, if you're looking for systemic racism, here it is. But uh, it's against white Republicans predominantly, so it's allowed. In fact, it's encouraged. It's endorsed. You're on your own, East Palestine residents are told you are ineligible for FEMA help because their homes weren't destroyed by toxic train derailment. As many say, where's Pete Buttigieg? Biden stays silent two weeks after the disaster. The residents inside of East Palestine, we spoke with many of them yesterday, and I want to preview for you 
what we have going on here and why we didn't go live from the town, uh, what the experience was like inside of the town and what life is like on the ground there. We're going to bring and we're in the a very, very brisk editing process right now for a very special project that we did yesterday in East Palestine. Um, we went there to help people and our intention was to actually help. Everyone is screaming out for people, for someone to come help these people. Clearly, the federal government is not going to do it. The federal government hasn't listed, lifted a finger. Norfolk Southern, the company responsible, has given $5 per person. $25,000. They're a multi-billion dollar corporation owned by Vanguard. They have five bucks per person. By the way, where the hell are the leftists here? I didn't see Greta Thunberg one time. I didn't see Greenpeace, the Sierra Club. Where are all these mentally ill individuals that they can sick like rab rabid pack animals on artwork inside of museums? Boy, it's really safe to go throw paint on artwork in museums. Go throw some Campbell's soup on a Monet. Boy, that's really safe when you do that. But if it's an actual ecological disaster actually affecting human beings on the planet and millions of animals who you pretend to care about, you are nowhere to be found. It is actually us. Isn't that wild? It's us. Because the, the, the dirty little secret here is that conservatives are the only ones who actually care about human life. You knew that. But also, this is going to blow your mind, conservatives are the only ones who actually care about the environment. That's the fact. That's a fact. The left uses the environment in order to gain power. They use the environment as a cudgel for more taxes. They want to tax us more because the sun is hot. But they don't actually care about the environment. That's why they live in rat-infested cities like dogs. They live on top of each other in the filthiest cities imaginable. Have you seen what L.A. or New York looks like from the air? It is disgusting. So they say, we, we breathe polluted air and we live in filth. Why can't these people in the middle of the country? Because actually, East Palestine, Ohio is, man, uh, God's little cradle. It's just a beautiful little community tucked into a little riverbed. And you drive in there, and there's just one of those quintessential towns. It's seen better days, a little rough around the edges, a little river town, right? But a little main street, hobby shops, knickknack stores. 32 small businesses. One high school, one elementary school, five playgrounds, 500 private residences, a Dairy Queen. That's what we found. Nice little slice of Americana, big war memorial right downtown, big American flag, an Iwo Jima war memorial, patriotic community. These colors don't run kind of community. And then right beyond that war memorial is a toxic sewage dump that is so noxious to the nostrils and to the eyes that my cameraman and I, Rolls-Royce, our director of photography here, we could like hardly breathe. The air burns your lungs. It burns your nostrils. I had chemical burns on my face and on my ears. Now we went and we visited the homes of people and you will see very soon like how we decided to go help them out because everyone's screaming for someone to go help out. So we decided, you know what? Christ says, go be my hands and feet, be a light under this world. So we decided to just Screw it. We're just going to go out there and do the best that we can. The, we're going to give them what we can. But, man, you're sitting there talking on a front porch with a family that is, what is it, Rolls-Royce? 500 yards from the chemical spill, from the chemical spill. 500 yards. That house. The kids play in the yard that was on fire just a couple of days ago from chemicals that were used as 
weapons of war. These are biological weapons used in World War I. That's what vinyl chloride is. Vinyl chloride, when lit on fire, becomes a biological weapon that was used to slaughter soldiers in World War I. And those little children have to play in that yard. And by, you know, Rolls Royce and I are up there and like we can, we, you know, like after the, after the day up there, you can, you can barely breathe. It's like getting hit in the face with pepper spray. That's the best I can describe it. Not as intense, but it's definitely there. You can feel it and it begins, begins to, to, to radiate. And those people have to live there. They've been shoved back in their homes. They've been told to drink the drinking water. It's repulsive. Drink the drinking water. This is what the water looks like. J.D. Vance, you've probably seen this clip. It's famous now. J.D. Vance went down to the same noxious creek that we were at filming and chucked a stick into the water. Here's what came up. Hey, guys. So I'm here at Leslie Run, and there are dead worms and dead fish all throughout this water. So, something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. Can, can, you, shove, can you come here? And, and let me just show this to people. I don't know if you're going to see this on camera, but watch this. Just see that chemical pop out of the creek. This is disgusting. And the fact that we have not cleaned up the, the, the train crash, the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine. Do not forget these people. We've got to keep applying pressure. That's how we're going to fix this problem. Thank you. So is that where you want your kids to play? Did you grow up grow up by a crick or whatever you called it? I know people have different names for it. In Iowa, it would be crick, creek. Did you grow up by a little body of water? If you lived in America, you probably did. Did your water look like that? Did you go play in cricks like that? I certainly did, day and night. We lived on a farm in Iowa, and there was a little crick going right through it, like all farms in Iowa. I went down there and played, day, like, literally, that was my life, playing with my Labrador down there. That was my life. Go out, in the, go out in the woods, find a stick, go out with my dog down the crick. I mean, legitimately, that's that, that's how I spent the vast majorities of my time uh, growing up as a young man in Iowa. And I would be dead now, I think, if that's what my water looked like. I'd probably have full-blown cancer at this point. They're telling the people of Ohio to drink that water. And this water actually bubbles and boils when you throw rocks in it. Shocking. Watch. So once again, would you move as I'm going to throw another rock right here? Would you stay here? Would you drink that water? Would you be affiliated with this? Would you bathe your kids when it's bubbling up and looking like an oil slick? Look at that. That is not the way that water is supposed to look. Now, we will, in very short order, this weekend, release our project that we went there laser-focused to do. We went there to help. We didn't go there to show horrors untold, and I'll tell you all about those horrors, and we'll most likely go back, to be quite honest with you. But we went there for a very specific reason. It is to help the people of East Palestine. Nobody is helping them. And this is what life is like for these people. Up every day, I've been sick with my upper congestion. This morning, I woke up with my eyes swelled. My kids, um, we're just running in to grab something, and then we're going back to grandma's house because they keep breaking out in rashes. Kids do? Yeah. I work by the rail track, and I have experienced headaches and coughing. I try not to go outside because every time I go outside, my throat gets scratchy. 
So those same people that told you to mask up and stay safe and social distance and that vaccine mandates were the only way through this thing, those same people are giggling with satanic joy watching these individuals get punished by chemicals, watching these individuals develop respiratory problems, their animals get slaughtered, and watching them, who knows what will happen in the future. There's already a lawsuit claiming that these chemicals are modifying their DNA. There's now a class action lawsuit about DNA modification. Why? Well, because they looked at the research and exposure to vinyl chloride for this long actually does that. And that's what creates cancer. That's why people were furious at a town hall that no politician showed up at or the rail company showed up at. Shame on these people. Watch. And then I come back Sunday and I drive to the closet. And it's stressed me enough I end up in a hospital if I was going to have a damn thing. So what did I do? What did I do? But it's never going to get over The question you have to ask yourself here in a moment like this is why have we spent $100 billion on Ukraine's infrastructure, actually destroying Ukraine's infrastructure? That's what we spent the money on. We spent the money on the liquidation and destruction of Ukraine's infrastructure, $100 billion. That's just the first round. That's just the uh, like starter course. We haven't gotten to the entree yet. How much money has the federal government spent in your community? Are there pot, pot, potholes in front of your roads? Ask yourself this. If there was proper infrastructure in East Palestine, Ohio, would Americans be developing all types of carcinomas right now? Would they would mothers and fathers be fearful for their children? I'm sorry for what's happening in Ukraine. I don't like it. I, I I'm again I'm against war in principle and on principle. But I'm also an American first patriot, and I care so much more about the borders either within my country than I care about any other country's borders. And I always will for my entire life. And these children, I saw it with my own two bloody eyes. And I said bloody because they were bloodshot the entire time. Because breathing that air is like breathing in straight fumes from the back end of a diesel truck mixed with pepper spray. Those people have to drink that water and those kids have to play in that poison-soaked earth. Because our ruling class loves Ukraine more than those American children, period. Those American children can die so that we can rebuild Ukraine's infrastructure. How many American dollars have been spent in East Palestine, Ohio? That is why the mayor of this town is calling out the correct villains in this entire story. Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, is incumbent upon him to respond when any train derails in this country. The mayor called out Pete Buttigieg. Good for him. 
So he says, I have no idea. I have no, I have no idea. Again, ladies and gentlemen, the EPA official was there yesterday and was asked if he could drink the water, was handed a glass of water from a tap. And the EPA administrator, who, who nobody knows who the hell this guy is, said, no, I, I, I'm not going to drink that water. Mike DeWine has said, no, I'm not going to drink that water. Well, that's strange. Why don't you people pack up and put a tent up? If this town is so safe for Americans, why don't you put a tent up and go live there and go bathe in that water? How, what do you think comes out of the faucet? Are these people not supposed to take showers or baths? J.D. Vance was asked if he'll drink the water. Here's what he said. Would you like the EPA administrator to drink the tap water? <laughs> um, you know, it reminds me of that scene in Aaron Brockovich where she puts the, the water in front of him and says, if you think it's clean, we brought this water from, uh, you know, the, the, the community that was affected. Uh, look, I, I think that if the EPA administrator wants to stand here and tell people that the tap water is safe, by all means, uh, they should be willing to drink it. So drink the water, Pete. Why don't you drink the water? Why, why don't any of these people go? And if it's if it's safe for us, why don't you do it? Why don't you send your kids to war? The wars that you start, the, the war that you're intending on starting with Russia. So that you can remake the world and you can change borders once again. Why don't you send your kids into the meat grinder? Why is it always us? Why is it always our children? It's never you. Who has to drink the water? It's never you who have to send your sons and daughters off into the meat grinders that you create in Vietnam or Korea. It's always us. Why is that? When people start asking those questions, they get to the right questions. Nobody wants to drink this water. Mike DeWine, who is the governor, who I think is doing an absolute C minus grade in this disaster. I think he's getting better, but he was really bad up front. Let me know what you think of Mike DeWine. Uh, he said he's not going to drink the water. Look, look, I, I think that I would be drinking the bottled water um, and I would be continuing to, uh, um, to find out what the tests were showing as far as the air. Um, I would be alert and and concerned, but uh, I think I would probably be back in my house. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. I went to those houses yesterday. I went inside of people's houses yesterday. We're very excited to show you what, what we did. We think it will be very unique, and we think it will uh, hopefully bring a little bit of light into a dark place, which is what we're called to do. Okay, We've never done anything like this, but it's what we're called to do, so we'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, we went into people's houses. Do you know the houses have like black soot on them from this burn? The black soot, you saw the black mushroom cloud. Do we have that image? You saw the black mushroom cloud go up over the town, what do you think? There's not going to be radiation in Nagasaki or Hiroshima? You think there's not going to be radiation? You think that's fallout? It's not going to exist? 
Remember, this is exactly what they did in Camp Lejeune. It's also exactly what they did after 9-11. After 9-11, they told all the first responders that everything was fine. There were no carcinogens. This is kind of similar to what it looked like when the Twin Towers fell. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? It's kind of like you saw the black smoke and the smoke filled the air and the walls of smoke going everywhere and it dusted on everything. And now you have 50,000 guys that are developing carcinomas and lung cancers and liver cancers because their body can't metastasize this stuff. They breathe in all that stuff and it creates little balls inside of their lungs. Their body creates a ball of cancer. And that's how you get the 9-11 first responders dying, keeling over because the government went and lied to them and told them, go run into those buildings. Safe. You're fine. Didn't give them proper protection. And now they're doing the same thing. We stood, we stood, Rolls-Royce, we stood like how far from the, well, like I know exactly where that street is now. Okay. So going to these places is very important. I know exactly where that street is now. We went to that gas station and we stood at a house that was less than five Hundred yards from that spot, and that house is covered in black soot, black as the night, covered, covered in black soot. And every time the owner of that house goes in and out, they take that cloud and they suck it into their lungs through their weepy red eyes because the government is committing an act of racial and an act of ecological and an act of political terrorism here and if you need any final indicator of that check out Pete Buttigieg who has finally had to go on the record and talk about this that is power ladies and gentlemen you and I we're powerful together we got Pete Buttigieg he didn't want to have to talk about this but he did he had to we forced him to talk about this so he went in there yesterday and had to say, uh, I think it's all being blown out of proportion. Uh, look, rail safety is something that uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation ha- has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. Oh, this has gotten a high amount of attention. See that image on your screen? It's gotten a high amount of attention, you see. The people in Washington don't like that image because it brings attention to their failures. It brings attention to their disregard and disgust at working class American communities that they claim to protect. And, and this is what's most important, it'll make you question their priorities because if they had spent a scintilla of what they spend in Ukraine on infrastructure in our cities to keep our kids from dying of cancer, then this would have never happened. But instead, they nuke a town. That's a nuclear mushroom cloud. Now, it's not radiation that we know of, but it is chemicals that are used in war to kill soldiers. So that's what they, that's what they put inside of the town, inside of their soil, water, and air. That's what, that's what I breathed in yesterday. That's what we breathed in yesterday. We felt, we made a decision. We felt like what we were going there to do was important enough that it had to be done. So that's what we did yesterday. But let me ask you a final question on all this. Why? Why is that image, this image, should be the defining image of our time? 
This image should be as iconic as any disaster that has happened in my lifetime in America. Okay? Oil spills, September 11th, horrible disasters, unspeakable pain and suffering to communities. That image should be on the cover of every newspaper and magazine printed. That image should be leading every news broadcast, every single one of them. The person who took it should win a Pulitzer Prize. But instead, our ruling class, who fancy themselves environmentalists, have memory hold this image. They didn't want to talk about it. You and I are forcing them to talk about it. We are taking their faces, rubbing their faces in it. We're forcing them to talk about this. Why? Why? Where? Where are their rabid dogs? Where's Greta? I held up a sign yesterday. Where's Greta? Where's Biden? I went through the town holding up signs. I wish I'd gone to the EPA administrator. He was he was in and out. That guy was in and out. Black car security. Go up behind him with a big sign. Where's Biden? Trust me, I'll get him. Ladies and gentlemen, where are these people? Something dark is happening in this town. Something black is happening in this town. As, as, as dark and as black as that toxic plume that hangs over it. We're not exactly sure uh, that we have all the answers right now, but we're going to get them. There we go. Where's Greta? Where is she? Look at my, look at those poor eyes, man. I, I mean, like, that's not because I'm tired, although we did take an early flight. That's because the air stings, and you have to, like, hold your eyes like this, like, while you're there. The air stings. It's funny. Like, you look, it's like my cheeks are red. Like, you get, like, chemical burns going there. You can see it. I'm like, you, you can see it on my face right now. These people are evil. These people are deeply, deeply, deeply evil. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, we are, it is so incredibly important to continue to speak truth about what is going on there. It is incredibly important that we go there and we push and we demand, ladies and gentlemen, better for us, for you, for our communities. That is the essence of America First. That is absolutely the essence of what this show is about. And most importantly, it is important that when we go to places like that, we have dependable cell phone service. It wasn't actually that great inside of East Palestine, Ohio. It was important that we're able to bring you news and information. We're proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy. The reason why we were able to send out footage from yesterday's visit to East Palestine, Ohio, is because we had Patriot Mobile networks on one of the three major networks. I won't say which one. If you hate big tech, big woke corporations, you need reliable cell service. Patriot Mobile is the phone for you. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering a broad nationwide coverage, 4G and 5G. They're fighting for you and your God-given rights for freedom and free speech. So they helped us get information out yesterday. Go to patriotmobile.com backslash Benny or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 878-PATRIOT to get free activation today with the offer code Benny, B-E-N-N-Y. Switch to Patriot Mobile today. They certainly kept us running and they keep our business running so that we can speak truth. And it's good to not be canceled because these are the kind of things that get you canceled. Speaking of being canceled, Norfolk Southern has crashed. 
new trains with new chemicals in places like Detroit just one week after the derailment that caused a toxic leak in East Palestine. A Norfolk Southern train carrying at least one car of hazardous materials derailed outside of Detroit. Oh, oh, it would be a different story if this was leaking into the Detroit groundwater. Boy, oh boy, do they ever need that bastion of vote tabulation inside of that Midwestern state to swing that state and those electoral votes for uh, Biden or Hillary or whoever. Oh, man, you got to protect Detroit with everything you got. It'd be a different story. This leak is not as bad. They didn't need to blow it up into a toxic chemical cloud and nuke Detroit. Train car carrying toxic chemicals uh, uh, derailed outside of Detroit renewing concerns about the transportation of toxic chemicals. Videos from the scenes show several cars off the track. Remains unclear what chemicals the train was carrying. It's a very strange and and very, like, uh, odd series of derailments going on in this country. It leads people to ask questions. Cash Patel was on our show earlier this week asking the questions, is this sabotage? Is this either infrastructure sabotage by foreign actors digitally or in person? And I think it's very interesting when you have these members of the terrorist uh, watch list pouring across our border, Chinese nationals, Russian nationals, Ukrainian nationals, members of ISIS and Al-Qaeda traveling freely across our border. Man, it takes really like a 10 part, like a $10, $10 little uh, plastic piece. And you put on a train track, and that's how you derail a train. How easy would it be for every train to get derailed in America if these people decided to either do on-the-ground terrorism or cyber terrorism? You know, the start of Joe Biden's regime, there was a cyber terrorist that took control of the entire eastern seaboard's pipeline technology. And they had to pay them to release the pipelines so that oil could flow through our country. This is life under Joe Biden. There are no injuries here. um, But it, I mean, the, the injury, I suppose, is the injury to the psychology of Americans. The injury up here. There's a lot of injuries up here going on in our political landscape. John Fetterman, who is never, never, should have been allowed to continue his race for office. He had a stroke. He was impaired. He clearly couldn't hear or understand what was happening at the debate with Mehmet Oz. Uh, he inexplicably became a senator uh, due to the Pennsylvania machine's capacity for production of mail-in votes. Uh, and now we have Senator Fetterman. And now Senator Fetterman has checked himself into a hospital for clinical depression. What is happening to this man? And we're no fan of him or anything that he stands for. He is against the filibuster. He is in favor of some of the most atrocious abomination policies uh, of any individual in the Senate. What is happening to this person is very similar to what's happening to Joe Biden. Pride cometh before destruction. Your hubris will be your destruction. And this is what's happening to John Fetterman. These vicious, 
And I look at the wives, man. I look at Jill Biden and I look at Giselle Fetterman is her name, Jersey Giselle. And these people, they brutalize and commit abuse against their incapacitated husbands. And these they, they allow their husbands to be uh, pantomimed as meat puppets in the political space for what? For like hollow plaudits from the corporate press? For what? You've destroyed your husband. It was no sooner that John Fetterman left the hospital after feeling lightheaded last week and he checked into an institution. He's now checked himself into Walter Reed Medical Institution seeking treatment for clinical depression. His chief of staff, Adam Jettelson, said while <laughs> Adam Jettelson is his chief of staff. Oh, man, I know that guy. While John has experienced depression on and off throughout his life, it became severe in the next couple of weeks. Maybe that's because you ever thought about this? Maybe it's because you people force this man who, according to reports, hears voices in his head like the womp, 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 womp from Charlie Brown. That's, that's what the report, I'm not making fun of him. That's what they say. You force this man whose most famous quote on the campaign trail was the Eagles are better than the Eagles. And then he went like that. He knows he's debilitated. He's had multiple strokes. This man needs to be inside of a home. This man needs recovery, not to be the U.S. senator. And then imagine going around the U.S. Senate and you have all these responsibilities and you can you know, barely get yourself dressed in the morning. Of course, it's going to lead to a mental breakdown. The people who do this to their husbands, Jill Biden, I'm looking at you, uh, bath curtain lady from Bed Bath & Beyond, and Giselle Fetterman, you witch, you people should be deeply and abidingly ashamed of yourselves. Laura Ingram said as much last night. Watch. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman is in the hospital again, this time checking himself into Walter Reed for clinical depression. Now, this development is as heartbreaking as it is predictable. You know, all the people who made him continue with his run should be ashamed of themselves. Ignoring all the evidence of his serious decline, his inability to serve the people of Pennsylvania, it was obvious to anyone's own eyes. Democrats in the media pushed Fetterman into a job he was not up to doing. These people are sickening. They'll do anything for power. They don't care about you. We care about you. You know, I saw I saw multiple Republicans on the ground yesterday in East Palestine, Ohio. I saw J.D. Vance. Fist bumped him. I saw Troy Niels. He's from Texas. Why is he here? He's a congressman. He's been on the show. Well, he's in charge of the railway commission or something. And he was there. You can agree or disagree, but Republicans are showing up. And he's Palestine, but old lunch pail Joe ain't showing up. Environmentalist Pete Buttigieg, who's perpetually concerned about racism in the environment, uh, not there. When this is absolutely the number one, number one, toxic, racist, environmental terrorist event of our era, and they're nowhere to be found. These people are fraudulent. They'll do anything for power, including but not limited to uh, abusing, depriving, and harming their own spouses. They're deeply degenerate, and quite frankly, um, they don't belong anywhere near power.
Speaking of belonging nowhere near power, Don Lemon has been removed from his morning show on CNN. <laughs> oh, man. OK, so uh, Nikki Haley announced that she's running for president against Donald Trump 2024. What do you think about that? I mean, like, I, I think she got lukewarm at best reception, right? Nikki Haley, I, the Babylon Bee had a headline. Nikki Haley announces she's running to be uh, someone's vice president. Uh, and, and so Nikki Haley went to Charleston, South Carolina, and had a little announcement. And, I, you know, whatever. I got nothing against Nikki. I got nothing against Nikki Haley. I just don't think I don't think this is the ticket, obviously. But uh, she announced and Don Lamont had this to say about Nikki Haley being in her prime. Ladies, what do you think about this? Watch. This all the talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google, when is a woman in her prime? It'll say twenties, thirties and forties. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another I'm not saying I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. You need to age qualify. Age. Are you talking about prime for like childbearing yeah, or are you talking about the message prime just for being president? What the facts are Google it. Everybody at home. When is a woman in her prime? It says twenties, thirties and forties. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime according to Google you know, Google or whatever it is. Uh, okay. So Nikki Haley is 51. Don Lemon is 56. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and Don Lemon has not once called for any IQ tests or cognitive tests for our 80-year-old president or for 82-year-old Nancy Pelosi or for 85-year-old Klaus Schwab, or for 92-year-old George Soros, of which Don Lemon would use his tongue to literally lick their boots if given the opportunity. Assume he's maybe into that. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, bootlicker Don Lemon got destroyed by Poppy Harlow, who's 40. She called out uh, Don Lemon saying, what are you talking about, Prime? What are you talking about? <laughs> you just have to Google it. <laughs> Actually, that's not what he saves. That's not, that's not what comes up when you Google it. Uh, Don Lemon had to tweet this groveling apology afterwards. That's how you know he done really messed up. Don Lemon, a reference I made to a woman's prime this morning is an inartful, irrelevant colleagues loved. Blah, blah, blah. I regret it. A woman's age doesn't define her either personality or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. They rem remember, it's always, it's always about Don Lemon. It's always about him. The black hole of narcissists. It's always about him. It's always every mistake needs to come back. Needs to come back to them. It's always about them. The narcissism, baby. The the, the narcissism. So now uh, it turns out that uh, this was enough to finally get Don Lamont uh, officially kicked off of TV. Don Lamont is. Taking time off from his CNN morning show after saying Nikki Haley is not in her prime. <laughs> oh, you love to see the Borg turn on itself. This is what is happening. The Borg is turning. The zombie horde is now eating itself. It's incredible. Friday morning. CNN host Don Lamont was absent following his Thursday comments that women are not in their primes in or are only in their primes in their 20s and 30s. Host Caitlin Collins said during the Friday morning broadcast that Lemon has the day off. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Poppy Harlow, who reportedly stormed off set following Thursday's comment, was in Salt Lake for the NBA All-Star Game. No one cares about that. Uh, Fox News reporting here on Don Lamont. Watch. Don't he, then he says, just Google it. Google. Yeah. Right, so we did, we did, we asked chatbot. And this is the answer. This is why people aren't going to like chatbot. As an AI language model, you know, it's not appropriate to make any assumptions or generalize about individuals based on their gender. It is important to recognize that every person is unique. Oh. And the concept of a prime can vary greatly based on personal factors such as physical health, lifestyle, goals, and aspirations. So, ladies and gentlemen, we did Google it. Uh, our, our intrepid producer, Danny Dayurbina, did actually Google when is a woman in her prime. So Danny saw this yesterday and Googled it. And uh, this is what Google actually has to say. Don Lamont makes millions of dollars at CNN, couldn't uh, be trusted to Google something. A woman's prime is referring to her age where she feels physically and sexually at her peak. Often it's in the late, late 30s, early 40s. And extends into her 50s. So, ladies, do you agree with that? Is that your prime? Don Lamont uh, couldn't be bothered to Google it. Danny Dayurbina, our executive producer, who's currently a student right now. He's like 20 years old. He's a student in college. Like, he had the time to do this on his phone between classes, walking, chewing gum, playing with uh, pogs or whatever the kids do these days. Uh, okay. So Don Lemon, not in his prime. Are you in your prime? We're in our prime. And wh why do we say that? Well, we are feeling the ascension right now, ladies and gentlemen. We are seeing such great growth uh, for this product and such great, incredible movement for this audience. And we are going to be taking that movement up and out of the studio. We're going to be doing the work of this audience over the next coming weeks, months, and years. If you wish to follow us through 2024, we just recommend, please subscribe. Please subscribe to the show. Keep watching. we got some wild things. And pay attention to this space this weekend. We're going to be dropping something, I think, very, very unique and very, very cool a project that we did in East Palestine, Ohio, that I, I believe was much needed for some people that have been betrayed and backstabbed by those who are put in power to, to protect them. But we don't actually need the government, do we? We don't need the government. We can do it ourselves. In fact, the best things that have ever been done in this country is not because of the government. It's been done because of private individuals. Private individuals and Americans helping Americans are what have saved this nation and what built this nation. This nation was built on individual ingenuity and generosity, kindness towards your fellow American, and kindness that comes from being raised right from having truth set before you. And that is why we read a Bible verse every single show. The Bible verse today from Psalms 4, 8. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Such an important verse as people do not sleep in peace across this nation right now. People sleep perhaps in fear. But might I remind you that Christ called himself the Prince of Peace. Peace is super important. You should sleep like a baby. This isn't an ad read or anything. I don't got anything like you. You should literally be able to sleep and not be paranoid or be waking up. Peace is a gift given to you. And there has always been bad things happening in the world. Don't think for a second that you are somehow cursed 
or that somehow this moment is worse than the Civil War or worse than a world war, even though we may be spiraling towards another one. Ladies and gentlemen, this moment is not worse than those. And there have been uh, many, many bad times to befall your ancestors, and you're still here. Your ancestors struggled and suffered, and they you actually live because of them, and they live through you. And their principles that made them strong and that made them confident in the face of extreme dangers and horrors untold, really, to our modern society. Uh, we have Wi-Fi on airplanes and stuff. Like there, there, there are there are really important and good things that happen that have happened in, in modern society. Just just look at the stillbirth rate, for instance. But that's beside the point. The point is that there are people that are still scared today and that they live inside of communities like East Palestine, Ohio, and they feel neglected and forgotten. Those people feel forgotten. It's so abidingly sad. And so you must remember it is not these clowns. It is not our current leaders that are in charge. They may think they're in charge. They may actually have extreme power at certain moments in time in history. But history is long, and the time, it bends, and it bends towards God's plan every single time. It always does. So it's who in charge? It's God. God's in charge. And you should sleep peacefully at night. Like, if you know that, and you know that in your heart, you can come home like I did last night. I came home last night. It was midnight when we got home. We wanted to do the show today. The great ALX is in the studio today having dinner with Trump. Maybe we'll do a special on that. The great ALX is in the studio today. He had dinner with Trump last night, three-hour dinner. Unbelievable. Can't wait to hear about it. But we wanted to be back here today. I come home. I take a shower, get all the chemical off me. It's like itchy and it's terrible. And you know what? I slept like a baby. I slept like a baby because I know that God is in control. In peace, I will lie down. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. We thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, always being here with us. Uh, we will be bringing you uh, some, I think, really powerful and important pieces of journalism. We thank you for supporting us. We had a hundred dollar super chat during this uh, during this live, and I just want to read it. Uh, God bless you and your service, Benny. Keep up the trailblazing. I love you and your service. Uh, uh, I, I would love to be in your service if I'm ever called. Uh, uh, remember. Uh, the reason why the pyramids have a cap, uh, because that place is only meant for God. God must be first always, and everything will be added unto you. Hmm. Remember why the pyramids have a cap? Not wrong, actually. Not wrong. This is the beauty of uh, the of Christendom and of uh, theological architectures. It draws your eyes up. Draws your eyes upward into the heavens uh, so that you will be reminded of the beauty of God. And we hope that you are reminded of the beauty of God and the beauty of this country this weekend. We say thank you for supporting us. God, family, country is why we do this show. If you believe in those principles, then share the show uh, with your friends. Uh, and and uh, we hope that you have a wonderful weekend, like a, a beautiful weekend in, in, in this America. This place is worth saving, and we fight with you every single day to save it. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. See ya.